Hi, my name is Molly and my weirdest fear is buttons. This fear started out when I was very young. I was age four and me and my mom decided to go shopping one day at TJ Maxx. And I remember first walking in and the first thing I see was this really ugly jacket. The closer I got to it, I noticed that there was a loose button to it and I decided to rip the button off and sort of feel it and touch it. And I remember not liking the feeling to it. I decided to put it in my mouth. I ended up swallowing it and I started choking. Somehow I was actually able to spit it back out, but I spit it back into my hands and the texture was just so weird. Ever since that experience, buttons have always had like a negative impact on my life. My mom would dress me up in these cute little dresses, but they had buttons on them. So I remember one day she sent me to school. Well, I ended up having a mental breakdown in the classroom. I started screaming and crying. I've never worn buttons since then. Welcome to your weirdest fears. I'm your host, Larry Mullins. Today, we are exploring the fear of buttons. Buttons are everywhere. In addition to being on your pants or shirt, without them, we would never be able to use the microwave or turn on the TV. They have buttons too, you know. Fun fact, Steve Jobs had the fear and spoke publicly about it. In fact, it explained why all of your phones are touchscreen and why he only ever wore those black turtlenecks. That's another story for another day. Anyway, despite being a small but necessary part of life, they aren't entirely without risk. As today's listener pointed out, they nearly died from choking on a button at a young age. As we've heard on this show before, such trauma at such a young age can obviously scar somebody at long term, but is it possible to overcome? And for that question, we turn to today's expert author, Kate Summerscale. Kate has actually just released a book on phobias titled The Book of Phobias and Manias. In the book, she talks extensively about this particular fear. So Kate, how rare would you say is the fear of buttons in our population today? Well, it's a fear that when you mention it often provokes laughter. It sounds like such a weird one, unlike, say, the more common fears of heights and small spaces. But that's more common than you'd think. I, I sat next to someone at work who had a fear of buttons. When I've mentioned it to people while researching my book, a surprising number of people have said either they have it or their mother has it. And so I think it's a sort of secret fear for many people that doesn't get mentioned, but uh, is surprisingly common. When you hear people say things like, oh, your baby is just cute as a button. It's it's a cute thing, you know, to be talking about a button or whatever, but not the case always, obviously. It's a cute word. There's something kind of childish about the idea of buttons. And yet many children do develop a terror of them. The listener who spoke about it, she talks about the fear of choking. And I wonder whether that's often a cause for the fear. I've been called cute as a button, but obviously it's not working for me. But that's another story another day, Kate. We'll get into that. <laughs> that's, that's a phobia I have. So buttons are somewhat similar to coins. Do most people who fear buttons, would you say, also fear coins? I don't think so, though the fear might be rooted in a similar anxiety about these small objects that you can pick up, especially as a child, and put in your mouth with terrible consequences. But the button thing seems but peculiarly, most people with a fear of buttons, it's, it's specific to buttons, not other things of that shape. Particularly, they're scared of dangling or 
loose or detached buttons. That seems to be a very common in people who have a phobia. I'm afraid of uh, loose buttons too. I think I'm going to lose them. That's my only fear. You know, I'm going to lose them and my shirt's going to stand open while I'm standing on a stage, you know, at an appearance or whatever. I, I think that may be part of it, that in some ways the idea of a loose or dangling button is a fear of, be, of something that's meant to keep us secure and meant to keep us covered up, coming loose and exposing us. So it can be a sort of psychological fear of, of exposure and revealing our vulnerability. See, since you went there, I'm going to go there too. When we talk about revealing things or whatever in buttons, and no disrespect to the Levi's company for their button fly jeans that everybody used to wear. I think I'm the only one at my school who didn't wear those for fear that one of these buttons is going to come off and I'll be exposed and have a wardrobe malfunction. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> so, so we mentioned the person who submitted this fear says she swallowed a button. Ooh. And then when it came up in her hand, it was an ugly button at that and the texture of it. Folks who are afraid of these small objects, are they actually afraid of swallowing it or inhaling it or taking it in some way that's not supposed to take it in? And, and maybe that leads to it as well. And it creates this phobia as we become adults. Yeah, I think it's the way she describes it. It's a kind of a fear of something that's meant to be outside going inside. And then she kind of vomits it up. <coughs> so the thing that was inside comes outside. And the way she describes it, it's like puke, that the phobia is, seems to be connected to a fear of vomiting, which uh, many of us have and would some, to some degree of being um, exposed and, and sick in the presence of others. And so the button seems to have become associated for her with a fear of something inside her coming out and the sort of danger and humiliation that might entail. It's one of the phobias that's related more to disgust than, than direct fear. They're not afraid that a button will attack them. <laughs> it's slippery texture, it's smallness, the sensation of it in the same way that we're afraid of maybe slugs or bodily excretions. Okay, okay. So that's making sense now. I couldn't stand to touch a, a worm, you know, in biology class and frogs and things like that just because of the texture of them. So that makes sense. But to develop a fear and a phobia of it, I'm not afraid of worms, but I don't care to, you know, to pick one up and give it a hug or anything like that. How could you see that impacting a person as an, an adult? Well, the listener talks about her anxiety about how she's going to cope with with dressing children and neither dealing with their buttons, but not wanting to pass on the phobia or to limit their choices. I mean, on the whole, I think it's one of those phobias that can be managed. I should think most people with this phobia don't visit the doctor about it, don't seek treatment, because the easiest thing to do is to just avoid buttons in, on your own clothing. It's perfectly possible. So it's not like a really life-limiting phobia. It can be sort of contained and controlled. But there there obviously are, are ways in which it would make you sort of more anxious about going out into the world. And I think a lot of people, for example, though they wouldn't be upset by seeing buttons on someone else's clothes. If you had the phobia, you would be anxious about seeing a dangling button. And I've heard people talk about having to sort of quickly leave the room if, if they see a loose button, because those are the worst kind of buttons. So how do you get past that? How do you navigate? I mean, and how do you help one get over that phobia? I think phobias are anxiety disorders. They are among the most treatable anxiety disorders. So cognitive behavioral therapy, hypnotherapy, 
gradual desensitization where a therapist slowly introduces you to images of and then encounters with the button the thing you fear the button phobia like many other phobias can it can be one that you can live with you might choose to live with rather than do that so that you can proceed with the rest of your life in a in a kind of normal and, and functional way. Okay, thank you so, so much for joining us. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And thank you, listeners, for uh, checking us out on your weirdest fears. Thanks to Kate for sharing her wisdom with us today. If you want to connect with her, we will have her link in the episode description. I want to know your fears, though, so share them and you could be featured in the next episode. If you're enjoying our show, please rate us, review us, and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Your Weirdest Fears is a production of 1010 Winds and WCBS News Radio 880. Our very special thanks to producers Jill Webb and Dempsey Pilot. Andy Egan Thorpe is our audio engineer. Femi Redwood is the managing producer of podcast, and I'm your host. Larry Mullins. Thanks for listening.